Tiny Phantom 2. Hey, what's up, y'all? Your girl is very tired. I needed some music to hype me up. I was not going to do a podcast tonight, but my husband was all like, you're not doing a podcast? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to do a podcast because I like talking to y'all, I guess, you know. But um, your girl is tired. Like, my job is working the whole stew out of me. Man, everything that I have this year has been a really blessed year. But everything I've got this year, I've had to work really hard to achieve it. And I'm like, God, what are you trying to tell me or show me? I mean, there's so many lessons. I'm a strong believer that, like... When you're going through a lot of stuff in life, like God's trying to show me something, tell me something. Is he telling me I just can't give up and play Call of Duty every day for the rest of my life until I get carpal tunnel? Is he saying, like, you still got it. Don't quit on yourself. You know how you, like, get to a certain age and you be like, man, I could just get old and chill. But the way my job is set up, it ain't going to let me do that. It ain't. And I'm and I'm just not a quitter. That's and that is one of my I guess that's a good and bad thing about me because I push myself very hard in life. One, because I know life is short and I know that this too shall pass, whatever it is I'm doing. But I go hard, man, and, and thank God and knock on wood that I have not hurt myself because my butt be like, <gasps> I be on ladders at work. And sometimes, like, especially if I'm tired, when I look down, I'm like, oh, my gosh, if I look down, I can like my leg is going to just snap and thank God I've never broke no bones, knock on wood, because I don't want to. So since I've been so busy at work I and, and doing a lot at work, I have not been at the gym because I'm burning mega calories. And then I started keto and that's wonderful. I mean, my body is just like, I'm like, what? It, I mean, I'm. I'm, you know, and it's funny how you do a reset, like, okay, I'm gonna get myself together, get my mind right, get my body right, get my diet right, and then everything just comes, and it's like, okay, this is why you gotta stay, you gotta stay fit, you know, they say put on the whole armor of God, it's the whole reason for that, because every day, man, I'm telling you, and I love the blessings, but I'm telling y'all, I have had to work for every little thing that I've gotten this year. And I do not take none of it for granted. And I'm just saying even, I'm not even saying material things. I'm saying peace. I'm saying dealing with people and staying in prayer and just not doing what my flesh would love to do. But, you know, it is, it is some, life is very interesting. But God, I hear you talking to me. So I'm getting it. I'm ready to chill again, though. I'm ready to be, I'm ready to be relaxed again. Oh, man. But anyway, other than that, man, I am, 
I didn't do anything. Like I said, I did play Call of Duty today. So life can't be that hard, huh? Um, I did do that. And like I said, I'm doing keto. The good thing about doing keto is I don't spend that much money now on eating out because my options are limited and I'd just rather eat at home. So that's a good thing. I always kind of try to eat healthy before Thanksgiving because I want to be able to really be like man you worked for this fee so that's one reason why I always do keto or some healthy form of living before I go to Thanksgiving but yeah other than that I know that there was news I did you know have very every intention of doing this podcast today because I have a lot of story times so let's get into the news though i i've glanced a bit at the news um we'll follow up on some of the stories that i talked about yesterday let's see though let's see what we got here um there was like a fight about to break out in the freaking senate the senator for oklahoma challenged someone to a fight the Republican senators or something else. Um, the former director of sports medicine at Sam Jose State University has been sentenced to two years in prison for groping female student athletes who are seeking medical care. Ugh, disgusting. I still don't know. I mean, having a male doctors or whatever, but like when he's a man that's over like a lot of women, it's kind of you know that's just just kind of crazy uh britain's supreme court will rule on wednesday whether the government's continuous policy to, to deport asylum seekers to rwanda is lawful see other people are doing stuff sixth and final season of the netflix crown will premiere this thursday um, I guess that's the one with Diana. I have never, I've tried to watch The Crown. I cannot get into that show. I need some, like, if I do hear accents, it's got to be some killing and all the rest of that. The man accused of attacking Nancy Pelosi's husband apologizes for the hammer assault. Um, Russell Brand, you know, is in trouble for sexual assault allegations, um, misconduct allegedly uh, bbc said that it had received five complaints about russell brand's behavior when he was working on its radio shows the bbc has been reviewing its connection with the comedian after several british news organizations accused him of sexual misconduct i know russell brand was a lot so i mean was it a part of his comedy i don't know the housing market is such a powerful tool for creating wealth, even in bad times, that financial es- experts tell NBC they're advising clients to strongly consider buying a home, even with the prices at all-time highs and mortgage rates at two-decade highs. Let's see what the comments say. Well, right now, inflation and high interest rates are jacking up the price of a home to be higher than the actual value of the home. Housing bubble incoming 321. Keeping poor people poor. Uh Uh-oh, this means these financial experts expect the housing crash in the near future. Yeah. 
kind of weird when the news is the media is pushing you buy a house buy a house buy a house deaths due to cardiac arrest and college athletes have been steadily declining over the last 20 years and analysis shows they still have them but i guess they're surviving them Americans are working increasing overtime hours to make up for work shortages, leaving them burned out. You don't say. Why is daddy not home to take me out trick-or-treating? Try to explain mandatory overtime to an eight-year-old. That's right, buddy. Daddy's got to work. But guess what mommy does too? Let's see what else we got here. The body, the body of a Colorado hiker missing for months was discovered with his Jack Russell, Russell Terrier alive. Dang. Too bad the dog can be like Lassie and go for help. Freedom, freedom, where are you? Patrick Mahomes reveals a stinky game day ritual during an appearance on, on his Manning cast. Um, let me see what it is. Because I know Patrick Mahomes look like he could be stinky. I ain't going to lie. Uh, since his rookie se- season, the quarterback says he's worn the exact same pair of red underwear. The revelation was confirmation of a rumor um thrown out i mean i'm sure he has to wash them though right the revelation was a confirmation rumor thrown out by Mahomes. the underwear was apparently a gift from the quarterback's wife not their spectacular first year in 2018 Mahomes decided not to mess with success the quarterback or quarterback did try to put hygiene concerns at ease i only wear them for game day though so they're not too worn down they're not like these nasty underwear i clean them okay because i was about to say if you were in the same sweaty draws mahomes throw the whole locker room away that would give a whole new thing for jock itch let's see what else we got here So a five-year-old girl known as Baby Jane Doe in Georgia who was encased in concrete in Georgia in 1988 has been identified. Her mother and father and her mother and former boyfriend have been charged with murder. So sad. But luckily they uh, did identify her. So but they did get funding for the government into next year there you guys have it a 450 foot section of important interstate 10 near downtown los angeles has been damaged with fire and will not have to be it won't have to be torn down and replaced so i guess they're just fixing it
Chris Christie over the weekend became the first Republican president candidate to go to Israel. Chris Christie cracks me up when he runs for president. I just don't see that for him. But he keeps trying. The U.S. and China agreed to jointly tackle global warming by ramping up renewable energy. How about give us those little uh, chips that we needed? That's what we need from China because the way we couldn't get stuff when those chips were gone is sad. I mean, I know we're supposed to be making them in the United States, but I ain't seen it. I ain't seen enough yet. The mother of a Florida dentist who was convicted in a murder for hire plot over custody dispute has been arrested on allegations linked to a 2014 killing. Former President Trump's true social platform disclosed an accumulated loss of tens of millions of dollars. Truth Social is still around. Fannie Willis, Atlanta District Attorney, leading an election interface case against Donald Trump and 14 of his allies, said on Tuesday that a trial would very likely not conclude until the winter of 2025. Trump, by the time they have this trial, if Trump got elected, he'd be in service terms. It'll be four or five years for sure. For sure. George Santos pled guilty to wire fraud, but yet he's still in the House of Representatives, so there's that. And an astronaut's tool bag that accidentally floated away during a routine spacewalk at the International Space Station is now orbiting Earth and may be bright enough to be seen by sky watchers. Mm. Shouldn't be in a whole nother time zone. That's what I would think. All right, y'all, let's see what else. <laughs> I'm not getting sick again. It's what I'm what I do at work is so dusty, filled with so much dust. But I do have this dumb lingering cough too, but it does not help when I'm I'm just glad I wasn't busy at work when I was sick. That was would have sucked. Alright, let's see what's in the reddits, y'all. I didn't read these yesterday because I was busy, but I'm still busy today. But I've done the bulk of what I'm going to do today. I'll do more tomorrow. Let's see. What would you say to your ex if they suddenly showed up at your door? I call the police because how the freak did you find out where I live? I definitely went open it. That'd be a whole ring cam conversation like get off my book, my porch. It ranges from come on in, make yourself comfortable to get the F out of here, depending on which one shows up. Screaming they've passed. <laughs> 
Nah slowly closes the door while maintaining eye contact. Also aggressively locks the door. Honestly, I apologize. I know dealing with my prior alcoholism must have been a nightmare. I regret causing you and anyone else pain and hope you are happy. I am a year so- sober and can't understand why it ending ended. Wow. What the F do you want? How did you get this address? Seems that's that's what I would say. Homeowners who bought recently, what's your biggest regret? I mean, I like my house, but I liked my last house too. If anything, I would have probably rethought moving for real. I mean, we're getting acclimated to where we live now, but it has not, it has not been that easy. I mean, it has its perks, but man, somebody said not buying four years ago. I'm in awe on anybody that was recently able to buy a house. The situation when you bought you bought a house where it was possible and a month later they sell the house in the area of where you want it. I know, right? When you get that house, when you've seen the house that you want to go or put up for sale, that sucks. The inspector told us the main drain in the basement was clogged. We thought it was clogged with something normal. It was, in fact, clogged with cement from when our basement floor was redone. So now our basement regularly gets standing water on one side. Man, that sucks. About a few years ago, so many things have gone sideways. One thing I regret is not being educated about permits, contractors, handyman. Anyone who works in your house really never mentions a permit may be needed. Learned that it's up to me alone to do the research for phone calls. Currently have a job on hold because they needed a permit. The company blamed me and now I'm not sure they're even going to do the work. Yeah, very true. Not particularly recent, but we did not pull our our cars out of the garage or attempt to park them. So we didn't realize that my car could only enter the driveway from one direction. So I had to turn around half a block every time I needed to park, and we just barely got two cars in the driveway. So my regret is is that I took for granted that the driveway met our needs. See, where we live now was like that, but we've added more parking and that's what drove my neighbors crazy but i'm happy with all the parking we have now even though it came at the cost of dealing with a lot of karens but me mentally moving again man i don't know my brain cannot do it i really can't like having it was already hard enough to move this time like mentally i couldn't and i just not seen anything i like because believe me when these people first started messing with me i strongly considered it but and i've looked at houses i still look at houses every day but it's just nothing out there and everything is so overpriced it's so ridiculous Is it reasonable to leave a relationship because you don't enjoy the sex life? Um, depends on why you don't enjoy it. Like, did it start turning trash? Has it always been trash? Like, what is the reasons, people? 
because if it always been trash and that's you you should have never got in that relationship if the sex is good it's like 10 percent in a relationship but if it's bad it's 80 percent i think if someone wants to leave a relationship they should be able to go regardless of their reasons Being married with kids in a house, but in a near sexless relationship makes for an interesting philosophical exercise. Yes, sex is incredibly important to me. And no, my partner doesn't make much effort in that regard. But is splitting up with them worth absolutely effing myself financially for this foreseeable future? Is it worth probable emotional turbulence to my kids? Is it worth sacrificing other areas of the marriage that do function decently well? I probably spent at least an hour a day thinking about it. Yeah, you do thinking about it for an hour because you ain't having sex, bro. Like, no sex isn't everything, but intimacy is very important. You gotta have some form of intimacy. If not, at that point, you're a roommate. So this girl that... I'm gonna get into my story time. So this girl that I like watching she had a wild life she like she took some drugs and she like got in a really bad car wreck and got paralyzed but she has like the funniest sense of humor and she's gonna talk about what it's like dating because she has to wear a pamper because of her accident or whatever and it is like the way she laughs at herself is like you know what after watching her now i don't feel so bad about working so hard but i love watching her cracks me up but let's get into this diapers can be frightening and hard and scary you don't know when to tell them you don't know how to tell them you don't know how they're going to react if they're going to still like you if they're going to make fun of you if they're going to be disgusted by you and then dealing with your incontinence while you're in a relationship is scary too what if i pee in the bed what if i pee in the car what if i shit on myself what if it's all of these what ifs are they going to be disgusted with me are they going to help me clean up it's different for everyone but for me it's like you can't have spontaneous fun time for example this comment is about someone i was talking to who didn't know that i wore adult diapers yet i to reach over and fill on my cootie cat no while i got this motherfucking diaper on you is not about to be feeling on my diaper like that another thing it's a diaper bitch if you try to smack my ass it's gonna sound just like this there's this guy i'm talking to now he actually like rubbed me the wrong way earlier i made a joke in reference to something we were talking about for example let's say he said something like oh i have to pee really bad i made a joke and was like you want to borrow one of my diapers and his response was like no but it was like it sounded disgusted like he was disgusted by me suggesting that and i'm like okay it was a joke usually when i make that joke with people they laugh and they'd be like oh my god girl stop you're too much or something like that but like his no kind of threw me aback kind of took me aback i don't know if he just felt like emasculated because i know not everybody's comfortable with thinking of having to wear an adult diaper so i'm like maybe that's what it was like it made him feel uncomfortable and it's like his own insecurity but that just made me feel some type of way like how do you really feel about me having to wear these motherfuckers because i've never gotten a response like that from anybody else ever oh yeah tell me how y'all feel about that because it kind of made me feel some type of way like how would you react if i made that joke to you would you say no in a disgusted tone like bro it was it was was literally just a joke it was a joke like i'm not literally gonna give you my fucking diaper to put on (laughs) didn't mean to scare you honestly it's been a lot of shit that got me looking at him like i don't know about you for example his sisters follow me on fake accounts one of them screenshotted my story and sent it to the family group chat And I asked him, like, why are they following me from fake pages? 
He's like, so they can watch you. The fact that he thinks that that's okay, I don't like that. I, I really don't. I really don't. I really don't. But yeah, let me know your thoughts. Yeah, that's wild. And she has such a good sense of humor to be paralyzed. So all y'all feeling sorry for yourself. Look at this girl. Just totally dating and wearing diapers. Like, come on. I guess we're just giving everybody a second to, um come on in the room oh god I hate that I even have to do this I hate that I even have to do this but I'm gonna tell because I'm gonna tell the truth and what the truth is so I'm gonna give y'all a second to to roll through real quick (laughs) Larry cut it My, my problem is this my problem is this. I was in the room. I was next to James. There were, it was me, James, David, Mooney, Tamar in that room. I want to address the assault. I want to address the assault. That's what I want to address right now. Because that is what is at question. And what is at question is the assault. And it breaks my heart that we even have to go this route and even have to go back and forth on social media. For those that don't know, I am the tour manager for Tamar Braxton, the Love and War Tour. And what I'm going to address is the assault. We were in the room. At the end of the show, Krishan walked up to Tamar. Troy brought her out a cake. Tamar put her hands in the cake. She had a right hand full of cake and some cake in her mouth. And Krishan came out and was like, where you going, sis? Gotta go on stage. And I'm looking like, huh? Like, what's what's happening? And Tamar, like, the the show is over. What do you mean? She said, I'm about to go on stage. And she's like, huh? You ain't ain't been out? You haven't went out there already? Because she was supposed to go out during the twerk session. She hadn't been out. She, she, Krishan hadn't been out. So I was like, come on, ladies, let's just take this in the dressing room. So we went in the dressing room. And in the dressing room, it was me, Tamar, and Krishan. Tamar was trying to figure out why hadn't Krishan, why didn't Krishan go out during the twerk session? And she's looking at me, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, Krishan, I don't know why she didn't go out. So Krishan breaks down and starts crying. And I felt bad, and the Holy Ghost in me, because I carry it everywhere with me, I began to give her a hug and everything like that, because I like Krishan. I like her. And, you know, and I was like, I don't want to see nobody with their feelings hurt, or I don't want nobody feeling some sort of way, because there was a big line of miscommunication that took place. So I began to try to comfort her and, and hug her and be like, no, don't cry, because it's not that, you know what I'm saying? We Nobody was trying to, I don't want you to feel no sort of way. And this was just in the dressing room. And this was me, Krishan, and Tamar at the time. As the time went on, Krishan was explaining that this happens to her all the time. And she felt some sort of way because 
she felt embarrassed. She felt embarrassed and she felt like, you know, that this was just like, that shouldn't happen to her because, you know, she was just prepared to go out during a twerk session and that time had come and she didn't go out. So Tamar is still asking like, well, what happened? What, what happened? Why didn't she go out? And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what happened too. So, um, David and Mooney come in. They both do makeup. And we're all at this point talking about what happened. Tamar is saying, Mooney, what happened? Mooney was saying that Krishan was not on the side of the stage when it was time for the twerk part. Mooney is a choreographer and he also does makeup. Mooney was saying Krishan was not on the side of the stage. So, like, well, what happened? What happened? Well, who was, who was, who was there? Who can, like, what? Everybody's screaming, what happened? What happened? At this point, Krishan is like, yes, I, I was on the side of the stage. I was there. And I was like, okay, and I'm, me, I'm trying to calm everybody down. Just let's do this uh, a peaceful conversation because Krishan is upset. She's very upset. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, okay, let's calm down. Like, everybody, let's talk this thing out or whatever. And then um, a few more talking, talking, talking. And then James comes in the room. So at this point, it's me, Krishan, David, Mooney, Tamar, James. James comes in the room and notices that Krishan is upset. By the mirror, Krishan is on the right-hand side. James is right next to her. He was consoling her. And I was literally right next to James. And Tamar asking James, well, what happened? Why didn't Krishan go out there during the twerk session? And James said, we was looking for her on the side of the stage, and she was not on the side of the stage. And Krishan got very upset, and she was like, I was on the side of the stage. I was there. Where, where else would I go, man? You lying. Like, that's Cap. I was I was on the side of the stage. Like, I was there on the side of the stage. And James said, no, no, you, you wasn't. We called for you there. Krishan said, say I, say I wasn't there one more time. Say I wasn't there on the side of the stage one more time. James was like, I'm telling you, we was calling you and you... I'm like, oh, shit. Literally happened just like that. And here I am, like, this girl just hit this boy a couple of times with them big-ass rings on her finger. And I'm just like, no, this is not happening. This is not happening. This is not happening. I get Krishan to the other side of the room. At this point, James' face is leaking with blood. She going off saying, man, that's cap, that's cap, da-da-da-da-da. Everybody is shocked. And I mean shocked because, mind you, I like Krishan. I'm still at this moment trying to de-escalate everything. Like, I don't want this to go left. Like, this is this is crazy. This is all craziness. And I'm like, Krishan, you got to calm down. Everybody, you got to calm down. Like, this, every. It's a lot of yelling. At this point, Mooney and James, get her ass out of here. Da, 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 da. You know, I'm like, okay, everybody calm down. I got Krishan on my right-hand side. Now she's at the back. The, the door is right there. I'm blocking Krishan on here because at this point, she don't go. She like, well, what's up? Like, her defense is all the way up now. And people trying to get in the door. And I'm stopping people from coming in the door. Troy was one of the people that I stopped from coming in the door. And I'm like, okay, y'all, let's, let's, we got to talk this out. We cannot, this is crazy. Tamar walks over to Krishan. 
that is like she said that is like my blood brother you cannot just go hitting my blood brother in his face what is wrong with you what's happening all of this is all of this is going on everybody's emotions are on 100 and then Krishan I got Krishan out of the room when Bandcamp came in the room Bandcamp came in the room got Krishan out of the room and I that was a whole mess, y'all. And they still like, I like Krishan. No, she's if a dude did this to a woman, the the double standard for me, I cannot. I cannot. Story time on how a ninja ran out of money on their trip to Houston. Part two. My eyebrows instantly raised up, so boom, we get to the plane in Atlanta and Houston and get to our rental. At this point, he says he's waiting for some money to load on his card. <laughs> like, huh? Okay, whatever. I paid out of pocket $650 for the rental, got the keys, and pulled off. And start to head to the Airbnb, but he wanted to grab some and a bottle. Mind you, it was a prepaid card from our job, so it's not going to work on certain-ish how it normally would as if it was a debit card so he couldn't get the rental anyway so we stop and get the first and then his card declined <laughs> girl that's red flag number two so they go to an atm but he could only pull out so much at a certain time to get the and the liquor and then they went to the airbnb now mind y'all his card finally loaded and it was only twelve hundred dollars so the first two days was literally cool in houston that's really nice he went to family dollar and got a little bit of hygiene stuff that he needed and he went a couple of different restaurants in a museum so the third day roll around and i want to go to an amusement park it was about 121 dollars for the both of them so they went to Foot Locker and bought some activewear outfits and some dunks because uh, she said she didn't bring her gym shoes, only heels. They get back to the Airbnb and get ready. She said, I walk out of the bathroom and he's like, hey, come here. <laughs> hey, come here. Now she goes over to him because he's in the living room and he says, I only got $37 left on my card. And what's left on the dresser? Y'all, it was only $11 on the dresser. 11. Now she said she knew what she had to do. She had to go ahead and bust up on a dude. Cause what you mean $11 on a dresser and $37 on your card? Now they had already been taking shots. So she was trying to get him drunk so she, he could go to sleep and she could leave. Now he's older, so it wasn't gonna take much. <laughs> she said this man wanted to go back to Family Dollar and get Monopoly. Monopoly. She said so she played it off and said go ahead and lay down while she was texting another man that she had already knew. Now the other man lived down in the Houston area. She said I was waiting on the other dude's shot so she could he could kick in and then plan her escape. So boom, he falls asleep. She said perfect. So she finished getting ready, headed out the door and made her way downtown. Part three. Y'all gotta be free. Y'all hang out with these people. Y'all have to understand these people are broke. Like, I don't know how. I used to lie for sport. It's because it was fun. I didn't realize I just enjoyed manipulation. I'm an excellent manipulator. I didn't understand yet how to relate to women in a way that wasn't, like, exploitative. And I would find different ways to make them feel that what they said I was doing was not happening. 
to make him feel like, oh, he is listening. Actually, he does want to talk. I was with an emotionally absent guy before him. That He's acting with his heart. Actually, that's sweet. Like, I got them to think that. Instead of what was really happening is what they were saying. I'm a man in this world. You do things on my time when I want it. I want to talk about it now. Don't walk away from me. Do not walk away from me. Instead of, hey, she just said she needed time to process. Nah, and that's what I did. One time I was dating this woman. I was feeling hot. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to cry for her and see if she hears me. But it wasn't a real cry. I just made tears come out. If you were creative, I folded you into my artwork. If you were in my artwork, I gave you a job. I gave you a job. I had a, a, I mastered your life. I gave you a house, food. Everything you need, I protected and provided for you. I did what men are supposed to do. You know, I remember different quotes I said, like just like really manipulative things to say, like, no one's gonna love you the way I do. My God. My God, man, how could I do that to black women? I'm ashamed of it. And I, that's what makes me angry when I see my brothers do that. I, I understand it, but I can't have that anymore. We can't do that to, to the women that have done so much for us to even exist. I did that. I robbed some women of their baby making years, dragging them along. They built me up. Look at me now and look at them. It's horrific, man. What's and that's the singer Jadena, Jadena. Anyway, he used to sing that song. I'm a classic man. And look, he's still classic. Boys! Peanut! What's up, everybody? All right, you guys. So before I get started, I just want to say that this was a very hard one to cover. This story is horrific, and I just want to put a trigger warning out there. But we need to do this in order to get justice for these innocent kids. So this takes place all the way in Shippersville, Kentucky. And it is about a 32-year-old mother by the name of Tiffany Lucas. Now, Tiffany Lucas, she's a mother to a 6-year-old and a 9-year-old who she affectionately calls Jay and Peanut. On social media, Tiffany says that Jay and Peanut are her world forever. And throughout her social media page, she details that Jay and Peanut are two really good kids. She talks about becoming a single mom because one of her kids' fathers actually passed away. And y'all, from what it looked like on social media, she seemed like she was doing a good job. What else for me? This is for me too? But y'all, it turns out that everything on social media is not what it seems. On Wednesday around 11 a.m., police were called out to a home on a 200 block of Bentwood Drive in Shippersville, Kentucky. Now, this is the home that Tiffany shares with her two beautiful boys. A neighbor ended up coming home from work and noticed something was strange going on at Tiffany's home. So we don't know why, but this neighbor was alerted enough to go inside of the home of Tiffany. Once the neighbor made their way inside of the home, they made a shocking discovery. Once they made their way inside of a bedroom, they found the bodies of Jay and Peanut laying in a pool of blood. Now, next to the bodies was a weapon, and the neighbor knew that they had to call for help immediately. Paramedics rushed Jay and Peanut to a local children's hospital, which was about 30 minutes away. And sadly, both of these kids died while they were in surgery. Police quickly arrested 32-year-old Tiffany Lucas because they made the connection that she was the one responsible for killing her own kids. 
32-year-old Tiffany Lucas was arrested and charged with two counts of murder after witnesses told police Lucas was the shooter. Neighbors I spoke to say they didn't know the family personally, but said they saw the two boys playing outside as recent as Tuesday. And while he says he's shocked by the incident, Steer says he still takes precautions when he steps outside. So all we know right now is Tiffany is charged with two counts of murder. We don't know what led up to this. We don't know what these kids endured over the years. Court records show that Tiffany did spend a month in jail for possession of drugs recently. But other than that, we don't see anything else that was going on. Now, we know that one of the boys, his father actually passed away. But the whereabouts or who the other child's father is is still unknown as well. Friends and family on social media are completely distraught and they are mad at Tiffany. Every post I see from a family member or a friend, they're not defending her. They're not claiming mental illness. They're saying that she is wrong and there is no excuse for what she did. Now, something that one of the friends said really stuck out to me. She said that she had just saw the boys recently, but there were no signs that anything was going on. But this friend also said that she doesn't know what these boys have endured behind closed doors for years. Now, y'all, that just shows you that a person can paint a picture on social media or even to their own family and friends, and you have no idea what's really going on. His mother, Tiffany Lucas, is charged with murder. She pled not guilty in court. Judge Jennifer Porter set the mother's bond. And after reading the citation, noting the charges specifically, uh, two Class A felonies of murder, the court is finding her to be a danger to others and will set a $2 million bond. With Lucas held at Bullitt County Detention Center, her two boys, known to play in their neighborhood, are gone from the yard and the sidewalks. Now, another thing that stood out to me was the amount of support that Tiffany had. There were so many pictures. I mean, when I say so many pictures, y'all, I'm talking about hundreds of pictures of these kids with other family members and other people. People who are saying, Tiffany, you didn't have to do this. You could have sent the kids with us. You could have sent the kids anywhere. You could have took your own life before you took theirs. Now, my heart goes out to the family of Jay and Peanut, and my heart just breaks for these two boys. I can't imagine having the person that you look up to, the person that you love the most, being the one that took your life. There is no excuse or no reason or nothing to give to why Tiffany did this, and it'll be acceptable. Justice for Jay and Peanut, she has pled not guilty. And I'm going to keep you guys updated on this story. Please comment below and let me know your thoughts on this case. I saw a lot of people commenting like under the news on YouTube saying, well, you don't know how it is being a parent. Being a parent gets hard. And I know exactly how it is being a parent because I have kids myself and I have a kid that has autism. And I would never do anything to hurt my kids. And if I even felt like I would come to that point, I would give my kids to somebody that I knew could take care of them. Justice for Jay and justice for Peanut yeah it's a very sad story and i mean a story that has always continued to happen and i just i mean i could not fathom it i mean yes parenting is a very hard job but i mean and i, I don't even understand no one has ever been able to say why they do it it's like a mental break or whatever i have no clue but it's very sad um yeah unfortunately i'm gonna have to wrap this up but it was nice chatting with you guys i'll try to be back tomorrow i will try it's just that got your girl working man it got me working like i'm earning my check for real y'all stay safe and 
one day freedom will kill it cut us loose